Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Tuesday, February 25th, 2020. So today we're going to read 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 9 through 18. There he went, he being Elijah, he went into a cave and spent the night. And the word of the Lord came to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face, and he went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I've been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they're trying to kill me too. The Lord said to him, Go back the way you came, and go to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint Hazael king over Aram. Also anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, king over Israel. And anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, from Abel-Meholah, to succeed you as a prophet. Jehu will put to death any who escaped the sword of Hazael, and Elisha will put to death any who escaped the sword of Jehu. Yet I reserve 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed down to Baal, and whose mouths have not kissed him. Wow, this is such a great passage, and we could spend uh, minutes and hours talking about this passage. I actually went on a retreat one time where this was the passage that we discussed for the entire retreat. Um, and and I, I would like to say, first of all, that this, this passage in its context is really interesting because Elijah has had this huge victory uh, on Mount Carmel against the prophets of Baal, where God has really shown up in fire and really uh, shown who the real true God is. There are all these prophets of Baal who are claiming that the Baals are the true God, and then Elijah who's claiming that Yahweh is the true God. And Elijah prays this short little prayer, and God shows up literally by fire. And it's just an amazing thing. And in the next moment, Jezebel says, I'm going to kill you, Elijah. And Elijah's on the run, and this is where we find him after he's kind of rested and eaten and taken a, a long journey. He, he finds himself in this place where he is worn out and he's ready to give up. He feels like he's the only one left, and uh, he is afraid he's about to die. And so Elijah ends up getting to experience uh, 
the presence of God passing by him. And I love this picture that, you know, we would expect the presence of God to show up in the big things, um, in, the, in the fire and in the wind and in the earthquake. Um, but what we find out is that God often shows up in a gentle whisper. And so the question for us then is, how do we respond to a God who often shows up in the gentle whisper? Um, and, and that, in our culture, it's hard to hear whispers. Uh, everybody seems to be shouting. Uh, we have these technological devices that I'm holding in front of my mouth right now to record this podcast. You know, we have these uh, amazing advances in technology, but they keep noise going all the time. Um, so my question is then, how do we listen to the whisper? And, and I think there's several ways. One is we, we got to get tuned in to what God would maybe, maybe the things God has said in the past. And the word of God is very important. So I'm thankful that you're joining me every day as we dig into the Word of God together. But the second thing is uh, I've really been trying to practice silence in my life a little more. And it's amazing what can happen when you begin to practice silence. And I will tell you that in my own life, it hasn't been like I'm sitting in silence and there's like these audible whispers of God. But but I have noticed that God begins to soften my heart to people uh, God begins to change the way I think about the world, and it doesn't happen overnight. It, it's you know I've been a year in and practicing this silence, and uh, I told Paula just yesterday, you know, maybe for the first time I'm beginning to see that this stopping and listening is really beginning to shape the way I think about people and about the world. And so it's a, it's a long, long journey to learn to listen to the whisper. But here's the assurance, and I, I think this is something we can bank on. If we stop, and when we stop, and when we get quiet, and when we shut down the distractions, you can be assured that God is speaking. You can be assured that, that God is there. And some days it won't seem like God is there, to be honest. Some days I sit in the silence and my mind is so full of distractions that 20 minutes goes by and I don't think that there's been a moment that I've actually experienced God's presence. And that's just real and honest talk. But there are days where I really can hear the voice of God. And there are days where I, I don't even know how to explain the presence of God that, that is real and near. And so I think that's the thing that keeps so many of us from the practice because we're, we live in a world that's all about production and usefulness. And so if we sit for a day or two and, and, and all we feel like is we're distracted, if we get in silence for a day or two, then we think, well, that's just a waste of my time. And, and I would urge you, to learn to sit and to listen for the whisper. Um, a simple thing you can do is just focus on one word or, or even your breathing just to, to let all the other thoughts and distractions go. Uh, it's interesting. I grew up in a holiness church where letting go is always talked about as surrender. Surrender your life to God. Uh, so, so what I do in the silence is I just, I just sit and I let the thoughts go. 
and I give them to God and I trust God for everything I need. And so maybe that's a practice you'd like to begin, but I will tell you it's not an easy one. Uh, It's not the road that's traveled most often, I can promise you that. But I I, I think what we'll find is that God really wants to speak to us, but God's not going to shout over everybody else. I don't know if you've ever watched a really good teacher teach kids, but a lot of times the really good teachers don't shout over kids to try to get their attention. They get really quiet. And then the kids who want to listen begin to get quiet. And then eventually the whole class is quiet because the teacher has gotten quiet and they want to hear what the teacher is saying. And I think that is kind of a hope for the church that maybe we like to shout a lot on Facebook and everywhere else, but maybe if we would just get quiet, we could make some room that God could actually speak and teach us something new. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.